Hey guys, welcome to Because I Said So, the podcast where we discuss age and how it affects how we perceive ourselves, how we perceive others, and the conversations that we have because of it. Thank you for listening, and please leave a review to support the podcast. Thank you. Hey everybody, we have a very, very special guest today as always. She's a good friend of mine. Her name is Brianna. Do you want to introduce yourself? So hi, um, I'm Brianna. I'm 17 and I'm vegan, but I promise that is not my only personality trait. (laughs) Yeah, and today we're going to kind of be breaking down veganism for you guys because I feel like I mean, especially on social media, it's like a very, very popular thing. And it's like a big movement, especially with our generation. But I think that there's like a lot of misconceptions and stereotypes. And so kind of starting out, can you just explain to us in layman's terms, like what veganism is? Because I feel like I think a lot of people know, but kind of just to get a baseline. Yeah. Okay. So if you like look up the definition, basically what it is, it's like the practice of eating only food that like isn't derived from animal products and typically like you're avoiding like other animal products as well like cruelty free and vegan products so it's kind of just like well there's like a whole different spectrum I guess well I feel like with everything veganism is on a spectrum Mm -hmm. so like I feel like there's lifestyle vegans which is where all of your products are cruelty free and vegan and you also you eat vegan and then there's kind of like the diet vegans And so that's where you just like eat, you don't eat any animal products or anything. And that's kind of where I fall. I feel more like it's more like a, like a diet vegan right now. I'm still kind of working on making sure all my stuff is cruelty free and vegan because, and vegan because I just kind of like, I've only been doing this for like a year. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like it it can be overwhelming because there's a lot of, I mean, especially with like, you know, again, like lifestyle and um, just diet in general there's like a lot of kind of like wishy-washiness I'm like I'm sure that there's like the people that are like I really do eat like 100% vegan and things like that but I think that it's like it can be overwhelming because there's so many different things and I feel like you can eat one thing and be like oh my gosh I didn't realize it but um, how did you specifically choose to go vegan because I know you said that you kind of started this process about a year ago what kind of launched you into that so a freshman year um I joined a school club called Livable Schools and that club is like all about sustainability and just like educating about the environment. And one of the things we started learning about a little bit was veganism. And I realized like, I kind of just started to try and do everything I could to become more sustainable. Like I started just like recycling and then I became (laughs) vegetarian. It's like, it was like January, 2019, I think. And then that next like August, I was like, hey, why not just become vegan? So I literally like overnight became vegan. I told my mom, which I don't know if I would recommend just like going vegan overnight because it was it was very challenging. But yeah, it's so, like the main reasons I became vegan was because of the environment. I just wanted to like help it out as much as I could. Yeah. And, and I, also, I, like- I watched a lot of- Oh, go ahead. I watched a lot of vegan documentaries. It's like I did a little bit, like I did research before and I watched all these documentaries, but I just like did it overnight. Yeah, I feel like that it's important that you did it for like those right reasons too. Cause it always, and I know that we've had this conversation, but it's like, it, it's bothersome when people kind of do it because of, um, I think of like diet culture or just to like lose weight or things like that. 
Cause I mean, that's not beneficial for you and it's not really beneficial for your cause. Cause it's more of just like a punishment for yourself rather than doing it kind of like you did for like the morals and the environment aspect. And so kind of diving into what you just mentioned a little bit, like going overnight, having to tell your parents being, you know, under 18, living in your parents' household, what was that like initial reaction? Did, were they like on board with it? Did they try to do it too? Um, they, I'm pretty sure they just thought I was going through like a little phase because <laughs> I feel like in third grade, I went vegetarian for like a little bit, but that didn't last. So honestly, I think my, my, no one else in my family is vegan. So they definitely like didn't understand it at first. They had to kind of learn with me and my mom understood more than my dad, I think, because my dad just like, even now, I mean, he's still supportive. It's like, I mean, you can eat meat, you just choose not to. And I'm like, well, um, but it was definitely a learning process for all of us. Yeah. And how, do, how does it go into it with the aspect of planning and things like that? Because I know that, uh, and this is something that we'll get into a little bit later about like nutrition and how you're able to kind of get everything, but with planning and with shopping and just all of that how did you kind of work around them maybe not having the same lifestyle choices as you and still finding ways to incorporate um foods and still make sure that you're getting enough in your diet like did you go shopping with them did you kind of explain to them what like you needed have you cooked for them at all yeah for the first while I definitely went to the grocery store with them which is something I had to adjust to I hate grocery (laughs) shopping um but even like now like with corona and stuff I kind of I stopped going and just my dad goes so he'll literally he'll just like FaceTime me and be like hey is like this okay and I'm like did you read the ingredients like does it say it has anything um and like my mom she's done a lot of research like she follows all these little vegan Instagram accounts and she'll send me the stuff and even for like this Thanksgiving we did a whole like vegan Thanksgiving like they ate vegan with me because we couldn't go and see like our other family wow at home yeah, I really love that. That is so cool. And it's it's cool that you're able to kind of like spread that with them because I think that I know um, when I've cooked like plant-based things or gluten-free things for my family, they're always like a little bit skeptical. You kind of have to like, they like look at you with this like weird face of like, are you sure that this is gonna like be good? So I think that that's always a really good environment um, in a family setting to kind of like try new things together for them. Um, and I know you had said that you had been watching kind of like a lot of documentaries and things and doing research about kind of what it meant to go vegan and reasons for going vegan. And can you talk a little bit about those documentaries and kind of what they were and um, why they kind of pushed you in that direction? Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot on Netflix, like there's several. And so that's where I started off on. Um, one of them is called What the Health? And that focuses like on like the health aspect of going vegan and also like so like what the what eating meat and dairy can like do to your body and then like what doing what eating vegan can and that it was very eye-opening because um the documentary guy he would like call all of these like organizations like the heart association organization and like the one for diabetes and cancer as well and in the documentary it talks about all these studies that are like linked to eating meat and like causing diabetes and like cancer and stuff but then if you like they went on the all these organizations websites and they like suggested eating meat and had all these like meat recipes so I was like wait what that doesn't make any sense and then there's another one oh what is it called? oh cowspiracy I just recently rewatched that last night and um on that one it focuses on 
also like other businesses and how they're funded by like the meat and dairy industry. So like what they're putting on their websites is kind of like controlled by that. So these are like environmental organizations, but they're like not talking about like how food and agriculture like affect the environment at all. So it's very, I kind of realized some sketchy stuff was maybe going on um, wow. from those. And yeah. There's a few more, I can't remember. If you just go on Netflix, type in vegan, they'll come up. Yeah, that it, it is really interesting because I think that that's something that I had never even thought about in relation to veganism because we'll kind of go into that in a second about talking about like the animal system and what goes on there and why it's ethics based a little bit too. But I never really thought about, um, you know, growing up like in our elementary schools and things like that, we see a lot of those um, little like, you know, triangle like plate things and it talks about like protein, but it doesn't give like any plant-based options it says you know like meat and like um eggs and milk and things like that and that's how you get your protein I think it's interesting to see um all of those associations that kind of put that out like the heart association things like that and kind of recognize that funding because that is just something that I never would have thought about and yeah definitely recommend watching those I haven't watched them but I am going to watch them right now because that is oh wow um and then kind of going into what you're talking about. I'm sure what other documentaries talk about too on Netflix that we didn't mention, but what is kind of like wrong with the animal system? What goes on there ethics wise that we should be concerned about? Yeah, so in a lot of these documentaries, they actually like show the stuff and it's really sad. Um, You'll see like animals, they're confined in all these tight spaces and like they live their entire lives in cages. And another thing that all these like food companies are doing it's they like inject them with these hormones um and all these like all these medicines so you really don't know what you're like getting and that's also affecting them so it'll be like all these animals in cages and then like some of them are dead or like just and disease can just spread so easily in there and so it's just really sad to see and something I think though is like we don't I don't think we connect like what we're eating to like what is actually happening because at least I know whenever I ate meat I didn't like eat a hamburger and I was like mm, what a yummy cow or something yeah like, I feel like we don't really have a connection with where like our food's coming from so that's why it's kind of easy to not think like think about it and kind of like become more aware about it because you just like you see the food in the grocery store like you have it prepared for you so you don't really like know where it's coming from and yeah this is like a statistic that I found um, and it says the average American eats like nine cows, 28 pigs, 58 turkeys, two sheep, and over 1,800 chickens. And that, like, that made me really sad. Yeah, that's, I, ugh, that is sad, but it also, like, kind of makes me feel a little grossed out, too, just, like, thinking about that. Because you're, like, I don't know, when you think about those things as live animals, you know, I mean, it's, it is kind of interesting because you think about those conditions that they're in, but you also kind of think, I think a lot of times about those animals. Um, and we don't necessarily think that they're always the cleanest, not to insult the cows and the chickens, but they're not always the cleanest. And so I think just thinking about that, it kind of gives you, and that visual and that statistic is so, so interesting. And kind of just to pivot on that point, um, I think one thing that I've seen raised a lot is like, oh, what if it's something like chickens and like you have your own chickens and you have your own like eggs. I've seen that point like raised a little bit. And I was kind of wondering about um, your opinion on that. 
So kind of like like looking as looking at it as like sustainable farming or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like I mean things like that, things that maybe the animal isn't killed on, like things like um yeah, like eggs or like honey or stuff like that and kind of where that falls and what the insight on that is within the vegan community or just specifically your opinion on it. I feel like most vegans they definitely like I feel like I'm not like an extreme like harsh vegan. Yeah shaming people wise but for me I mean I guess it's better than the factory farming at least for like the animals if they're not like going through like all those terrible conditions it's like better for them but I wouldn't necessarily say it's better for the planet yeah yeah I understand what you mean that's because that's I mean I totally understand and I know you and again like you said at the beginning I think that there is and we can talk a little bit about that um as well and talk a little bit about that stigma and that stereotype of being vegan because I think that that scares a lot of people away from it as well in the sense of like they're just afraid that they're going to do something wrong or that they're going to be judged for it or that they're going to be you know like just harshed on by it and so can you talk a little bit about that and how maybe you've worked to not be that way and not push that stereotype and stigma on people yeah, that's definitely something I'm scared about. Like, even with this podcast, I was like, ah, I don't want people to think I'm, like, some mean person. <laughs> but, like, that's also why sometimes I'm hesitant. Like, I don't necessarily always bring up that I'm vegan. Like, if I'm just meeting someone and they're just like, oh, why aren't you, like, eating that pasta with cheese? And I'm like, oh, I just, I didn't want it, you know. Um, and I feel like there are some vegans that their approach to, I guess, air quote, educating people is very, like, shameful and they're like oh no like you can't like eating animals you're terrible I know there's this one TikTok lady called like the vegan teacher and everyone hates her and that (laughs) she's kind of like the stereotypical vegan that just like shames people and so that's definitely I'm scared of being seen as that um and I also think there's a stereotype of vegans like just like eating salad and eating kind of boring food and stuff like that um like, my, sometimes my cousins, they would, like, tease me about that. They'd be like, oh, like, what do you eat? Because, like, they're very, like, their family, like, hunts and stuff. So they don't really understand that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, like, there's all this stuff, different stuff that I can eat. Um, but, yeah, so whenever I'm, like, talking about it, I just, I'm, I don't think I'm ever harsh. I just try to have, like, a welcoming environment, you know? Yeah. And how do you, how do you go about kind of sharing that without, like, being so harsh on them without being like you're doing this to like these animals or something like that how do you kind of like open that door and like welcome them in as an invitation without kind of commanding them or forcing them or making them feel like evil I think well sometimes I just started off like I'll just give them vegan food like I remember last year I brought cookies and they were vegan and like I just I just told people they were cookies and then they're like I was like are they good and they were like yeah they're really good and then I was like well they're vegan and they were like wait why like no way so I just kind of like, yeah like not all vegan food is like bad and like grass or whatever you think it is and so then from that I feel like I at least whenever I talk to people about it I kind of leave out like the whole gruesome part of it a little bit and I just I just tell them why I went vegan and stuff and tell them hopefully that will like inspire them or something instead of like shaming them into doing that yeah and kind of going along with that of like the them being so surprised because I definitely had that experience too I'm not 
specifically vegan, but I do try to eat a lot of plant-based things and I'm gluten-free as well. So it's like, I've had that kind of similar experience of like people just being like, I don't think that you can eat anything but salads and like beans. So kind of going along that when you're eating out and things like that, or say like you're eating at like a family gathering. I mean, obviously we're not doing too much of that right now, but what, what can you get? Like, what is that like? How do you, um, kind of make sure that you're still again, like getting enough without breaking your like morals and, you know, stepping over the boundary. I'm lucky enough to where like my family, like, especially my mom's side, they're more like understanding about it at least so they like and even my parents they always make sure like I have food so like if we're going to a family gathering or like before corona if we were we just like go to the grocery store before and make sure I have stuff um and like I guess for like going out to eat that can be a little bit harder I I'm lucky enough I have like a vegan restaurant that's like 10 minutes away from my house so like I can go there sometimes um or I'll just make sure that I have food at home to eat or my parents will I guess one of the hardest things is like eating eating out like at fast food I just recently had a really bad experience with that I got Taco Bell my family got Taco Bell and I was really hungry so I didn't even check like what I got because like I've never had like a mistake before and I took a bite and I was like wait this is not right and there was meat in it and I you know like spit it out and I was like oh my gosh no um but what I, I guess what I've learned is most places are very accommodating like I wouldn't think that before I was vegan that Taco Bell would have had like vegan options and even just other restaurants in general if you just like bring it up to them most places will like have something for you yeah I mean that's kind of an experience that I've had I mean again obviously it's not the exact same but like with being gluten-free it's like sometimes I think with things like that like I know that they have beyond meat at a lot of places now um but I, I feel like sometimes they don't even put some of that stuff on the menu or it's like, it can be like a little bit scary to like ask me, like, Hey, can you like take these things off and make it that way? Cause you don't want to be like, you know, annoying or things like that. But I think that a lot of times kind of, like you said, those places are really accommodating, even if you kind of don't think places like that would be. And then I think another kind of common thing um, or like question that people have about going vegan is how do you make sure that you're getting things like protein or all of those like essential amino acids or vitamins and things like that? And um, does that take extra planning? Do you take supplements? Things like that. I feel like how, like, how do you get protein is like probably the number one question that like vegans get asked. Cause I feel like most people just think that it comes from meat. I eat a lot of like chickpeas and beans and like almonds and like different kinds of nuts also like tofu I know people think tofu is really sketchy it's really good if you season it right um and now with like the beyond burgers I eat those too and also just eating a lot of vegetables that are rich in protein um but I also I do take supplements I take b12 because that is something that that like naturally you I'm pretty sure you just get from like eating animal products so um that's something I take and I also take vitamin C and vitamin D supplements and then just like an overall multivitamin supplement at first I was like kind of like oh I don't need those but I realized I started getting very like I was tired a lot and very like sluggish um and so but after taking those those helped a lot so if you do decide to like go vegan or like change how you eat a little bit if you start feeling that way then you should probably like go to your doctor tell them and you can like get some vitamins to help yeah, I feel like doing your research 
is a very important part and kind of staying in touch with your doctor. I think that that's like another very important thing and just being like aware of how it's affecting your body. Um, because I know that there are people that maybe have health exceptions that can't allow them to fully go vegan or fully, um, yeah, fully be meatless, like vegetarian, things like that. And so what advice would you give for those people who are maybe trying to incorporate some plant-based meals without being able to maybe fully go vegan or trying to get there, but kind of just starting out? Yeah, I would say start slow, like just, I know like meatless Mondays is a thing Mm -hmm. or, um, Something I started off doing was just, like, I made my favorite meals that, like, weren't vegan, just turning those into vegan, like, meals. Um, Just honestly, anything. There are so many, like, vegan substitutes. So even if it's just, like, you're changing, like, the cheese or something or, like, the meat. Honestly, just, and use Google. Google is, like, my best friend when figuring out if anything is vegan stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know that they even have things like egg substitutes and things like that, which I didn't even know until recently. It's like, I feel like this is the best time if anybody was going to ever go something like vegan to be doing that because there are so many substitutes with things like yogurt and so many different proteins. I know you said tofu. I am like a big, big fan of tempeh. That is like like my favorite food. And again, I'm not even fully vegan and things like that. Um, And then kind of one of the last things that I wanted to touch on is I know you mentioned kind of at the beginning, it's kind of like a little circle, but I know you mentioned that you wanted to go vegan kind of for the environment. And so I was wondering if you could touch on some of how that relates to animal products and what that does to the environment and what the animal industry does um, to the environment. Yeah, so with animal agriculture, um, it relies, like it uses a lot of water and a lot of land so we have all these resources that we're using to like keep keep the animals alive so that we can end up eating them. Um, and also to make the animals food, a lot of those resources are used like to make the grain for them. And, oh wait, lost my train of thought. Okay, yeah, so just like meat and dairy products, they're very water intensive. So all these resources that we're using we're like, I guess we're overusing our resources. That's what I wanted to say for them. Um, So I feel like, and a lot of people feel like these resources could better be used because we have all of these like people that are like food insecure or they just don't have food in general, like they're starving. So like the resources that we're using for the animals, they could be used to just like grow crops for everyone. And also another thing I wanted to mention was like, because all this land that we have to use um, to like farm the animals it's like that leads to a lot of deforestation Mm. so like with amazon the amazon rainforest being cut down and everything uh, like that's because of animal agriculture wow and i'm sure also with the rate that things kind of expire or things that can go bad with animal agriculture i'm sure there's also like an incredible amount of food waste going on um Mm -hmm. and just things along that line and i think that that is really eye-opening because I think that you know like five or ten years ago people would maybe see like the ethics and like that type of veganism but maybe they didn't fully understand the effects it has on their environment which is so especially important right now I think that we've seen that a lot in our current media um and just throughout the world right now and it's definitely very urgent and it's something that's very important just right now more than ever Um, oh did you want to say something else yes okay I just Okay, so I wanted to touch on privilege of 
of like being able to go vegan because I know yes, I'm yes, like yes. very perfect per- that I can do this. I have like my family, they support me. They do most of the grocery shopping, so I don't have to worry about like paying for that. And I know not everyone and I know not everyone can like afford that. And also with like the food deserts that there are, like not everyone has access to like all this like nutritious food. Um, and also maybe just like your culture is very like meat and animal product reliant or like your religion. So I just wanted to acknowledge that I know like maybe this isn't something that everyone can do. And I just want to acknowledge that I know that I have privilege for being able to do this. Yeah. Um, and then kind of just to wrap everything up, what would you say to maybe someone that's considering going vegan? And what would you say maybe their first step? I know we've kind of touched on that a little bit, but um, just to give that kind of concise answer to end out the podcast. Um, well, I said this before, just like starting off slow. Um, also just like, even for anyone, even if, even if you're not thinking of going vegan, I would say just take the steps to educate yourself. Um, instead of, I feel like a lot of people whenever they think about going vegan, they're like, oh, like, I'm never, never, ever going to do that. Um, Like, I know my dad is like that. (laughs) So I feel like just taking the steps to educate yourself and kind of just seeing, like, where your food's coming from, um, like, in the effects that it can have on your body and also, like, on the environment. And that might just help, I guess, like, inspire you to, like, keep you going or even just, like, make small changes, I think. Yeah, I I totally agree with both of those. I think that, you know, like you said, starting small is a great thing. Oh, did you want to say something else? Yes. Also, okay, I'm lucky. I One of my best friends, she is also vegan. So I feel like just finding, and I know we also have a few people at school that are vegan, like just finding like that community. So maybe if like your family isn't as supportive, just like reach out to people and people will be there for you. Yeah. And Brianna, you are a light in my life and everybody's life around you. And I wanted to say thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast today. This was wonderful. And I hope that a lot of people were educated by this because I know I was. Thank you.